it together welcome to un listen honey if you're waiting for me to get it together you're gonna be waiting a long time actually well, i have to get it together if i'm gonna be president you only have to have it together for one more episode because this is episode 20 guess what chicken bun. i'm gonna read some interesting facts okay well we had a listener that shared these facts with us but i'm gonna share them again in case you forgot well because this is a milestone a milestone i can't read send us my what, what are those called again, Kelly? My progressives are acting up. All right, listen to this. Two million, I don't know how many. Two million podcasts? I don't know what this what the starter outer number oh. is. I think it's two million. <laughs> the chart starter. Two million podcasts. All right. 90% of podcasts don't get past episode three. High five. We did it. 1.8 million quitters. Losers. Of the 200,000 left... 90% will quit after 20 episodes. That's another 180,000 gone. Are you going to quit on me? This is it. Like this is, I have to decide. Are we breaking up? This is, yeah, you're an A. Yeah, we got to do one more. Okay. I can handle it. Is it a deal? What? Oh my gosh. And it's going to be the week that before of Christmas that we do it. I know. So it's like milestone week. It's awesome. Oh my God, get out to glitter. be in the top one percent of podcasts in the world. In the world, Jenny, you only. This is according to Reddit, and it's always right on Reddit. You only need to publish twenty-one episodes of your podcast. I've this, never been in the top one percent of everything. Anything I know. Ever. We're gonna rock it. I'm so excited. Your competition is not the two million podcasts. It's the twenty thousand podcasters who didn't quit. Right, we're in that. We're in and that you know field. What? You know what? And that number of twenty thousand is going to get less and less because people keep quitting. Yeah, we don't. No, who doesn't quit? But I think these girls. I feel like if you are a loyal listener, you need to like spread the word because we do. We would like yeah. to have a few more listeners. And like for our biggest episode, because we haven't quit. This is number twenty. So for next week. Let's, what can we get? What can we do? What can we do? Like with our listeners, like what can we ask them to do to promote us? Because we're like milestone I don't know. number 21. Share, share, Aunt, share. Yeah. I, I wanted to share another, I can't, okay, okay hold on. I'm going to see if I can hook into this again in another place She's in opening time. yet another tab. I'm opening a tab because I want to look at the dashboard for, because I'm really excited. I want to know. I feel like we should wrap up 2022 with 2022 plays of the podcast. Oh, like 2022? 2022. Right now we're at 1844. Okay. So. So that's not too bad. We need 1,056 plus 22. 78. Not 1,000. 178. Yeah, 178 more plays. You think we can do it? So share. Share. Like. And tell your friends and your mother. Tell your friends. Tell everyone. Don't tell your mother. Don't tell my mother. She doesn't even know. She might love it. You she never know. will not love it because I say bad words and I'm funny. She doesn't appreciate it. The funniness? 
She doesn't appreciate me. How could anyone not appreciate you? I don't know. They are obviously crazy. Obviously. Obs. Mm-hmm. So what's up besides this exciting news? What's up? Okay. Besides me bullying you into making you podcast today when we weren't counting I it. know. Well, <laughs> do you know what happened today? Today was a big day at my house. Really? Yes. What was the big But day? I didn't know. It oh. was a big day at oh, my house. Oh, it was a surprise. Not really. Did you have a pop-up wedding with Farone? No. Oh. I had a pop-up vet because I forgot the vet was coming. Oh. So we don't have a vet because Cohen hasn't moved back to be her opener practice yet. Anyway, so we don't have a vet here on the island. So we have a vet that pops up. A pop-up vet. Every Wednesday. Do they come every Wednesday? I think so, yeah. Anyway, well, this was this Wednesday, and I had an appointment for Toby to get his shots. Toblerone? Yeah. He was getting his rabies and his lepto and his, parvo. you know, parvo. I don't know. I know. You know, all, all the, the things. Stuff. There were five of them, I think. That's crazy. Anyway, he was getting his shots today, and uh, I had an appointment, and I was like, oh, my God, it's snowing for the first time. And I got my snow tires on yesterday. Like, wasn't that Providence? Yeah. So that worked well. So anyway, so I drove in the snow with my new snow tires. Well, they're not new snow tires. They're old snow tires, but they're new to my car right now oh because God. I just got them put on. Any who's. So I was driving in the snow thinking, wow, it's really snowy and very slick. We should have canceled school because I need a day off. And also there's lots of people sick and there's not very many supply teachers and they should have just canceled it, but they didn't. Anyway, I was driving to school and the phone rang and it was a weird number and it came up on my dash because I had Bluetooth, the miracles of modern technology. I know it's a great thing. And it was like not a local number. And I was like, I don't recognize that number. It's probably a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> I get random 747 calls from fans. No, just kidding. I don't. Nobody calls me. Anyway, I was like, I don't know this number. Should I answer it? Should I not answer it? And it just kept ringing. And I'm like, uh, you know what? I'm just going to take a chance. And answer it? <laughs> it could be John Bon Jovi. Who knows? Anyway, more about that later. Anyway, I answered the phone. It was not John Bon Jovi. It was the vet saying... Oh. Um, we're two houses away from visiting your house. And I was like, and I said, oh shit. And then she to was the woman on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll turn around. So luckily I had a prep first class. I didn't have to have, I didn't have kids. And oh, then phew. somebody covered for me. My friend Roz went in, she had a prep second class, which actually I do have a class that class, but then she went in and covered it for me for a few minutes so that I could be home with the dog. Perfect. Well, he got shot. His shot. Shots. Not he got shot. A shot. His shots. Do you know how much dog shot? I okay. I spent three hundred and fifty dollars to keep my dog healthy today. Mm -hmm. What was that? It's Reddit giving me a notification. Why are you getting a notification from Reddit? Um, it's uh, I don't know what it means. It's nothing that I want to know. What, it's I, something about a MacBook. Why do why does Reddit give notifications? Because I am in certain communities on Reddit. I don't even know what Reddit is. It's you can like I just talked about it like I did. I don't. It's communities like each subject. Are you part of cults? Yes. Are you in a cult? One is a thrift shopping cult, the other is a Jamaica cult, and then there's um oh a, a vintage cookbook cult. 
Uh, there's like six. You're of a them. weird girl. I know. Okay. Okay. A rose gold. Anyway, a Kardashian cult. Kardashian cult. I don't think that anybody on Reddit wants to know about the Kardashians. Okay. Back to you. I don't even remember where I was. Three hundred and fifty dollars. Three hundred fifty dollars for the shots. And then last week I had the dog groomed, and it was oh, yeah. like a hundred dollars to get the dog groomed. Holy Toby's fancy. I've spent more on this dog in the last two weeks than I have on my kids for Christmas. Merry Christmas, Tobe. So I'm just gonna put put a bow on him, put him Aww. under the tree. Do you think he'll stay? No. No. I'd be like, go find your gift. It's a scavenger <laughs> it hunt. Barks. It's black. It's black and white and red all over. It's Toby in a bow. It's a new. And he's speaker. yours. Anyway. Yeah, I know it's super expensive to take care of your animals, like to get all the shots and all that stuff. It's yes. crazy. Yes, it is. But you got to do it if you have them. So that was the beginning of the day, and then I was like, oh. And then Farron was home to he Farron was coming home today on the eleven o'clock boat. Where's he been? He's been to Mexico to get teeth. Pause. Reflect. What the fuck? He did this last year. No, he just went to get the assessment. The posts. Like they do He's when been they, to Mexico to get teeth. He went to Mexico to get teeth. How long has he been gone? He's been gone for like a week. Why didn't you go? Because I have to work. Somebody has to hold down the fort and look after the animals. Why didn't you tell me and I would have went? To Farron? To Mexico with Farron? Of course. I like To Farron. get teeth? Sure. I can lay on the beach while he gets teeth. Anyway. Or eat tacos? I was very excited. He hasn't had teeth in a long time. He doesn't have any teeth? He never had teeth? Well, he had teeth when we started. But and then, then he lost teeth. All of them? Not all of them, just random ones. And then he had like a plate. Didn't we have this discussion about the plate? Maybe. And and I think they might have pulled a few to make room for the plate. But then the plate, he didn't like having the plate. So then he had no teeth. And like, he looked like a hillbilly. And he already acts like a hillbilly. And I'm like, you can look like one and you can, or you can act like but not one. both. But you, you got to pick one and just. Mama doesn't just, live with no hillbilly. Just a hint. One of them is going to make me pack your suitcase. So. Looking like a hillbilly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. did he go by himself? No. He went with a the, friend. The same guy he went with yes. last time? Yes. So he, anyway, he got the post put in last time. Yeah. And then this time he went and they got the teeth screwed in. Does he have a tan? I don't know. I was busy looking at his teeth. Did he have a good time? I don't know. I was busy looking at his teeth. I didn't really care if he had a good time. You really are interested in these teeth. Listen, I've been looking at a hole in his face for like six months or more. I wanted to see. I was nervous. I was a little nervous about, you know, when you go to Mexico, are you going to come back with Mexican teeth? Whose teeth are you coming back with? Hopefully but, fake teeth. Yeah. and were the, But will the fake teeth look like your teeth? Because if they don't know what your teeth look like to start out with, how are they going to know if the teeth are going to look good on you? This is a serious thing. Anyway. This is the most bizarre conversation I've ever had. I have to tell you, though. They, are they I good? watched a movie not long ago. I think we talked about this. I watched a movie not long ago with George Clooney, and he, oh, yes. I told you he has fake teeth. Yes, you did. 
You did. Because if I bet if you go back like a few years ago and look at his teeth in old movies, they don't look the same as his teeth now. Like, are they really white? Well, and they're bigger. They're George li- Clooney's or Ferrone's? Ferrone's. Okay. He said they're bigger because they make them a little bit bigger to start out with because there's wear and tear on your teeth. Of course. They're not like the size of chiclets or I was going to say, does it look like he has chiclets? No, no. And it doesn't look like Ross's teeth from Friends. Like with the black light? Right. No. But if there was a black light, it might. They're a little bit whiter than... They look nice. They're they're nice and straight and they look nice. He can like crack the top off of a beer bottle now with his teeth? Oh my God. I don't think that's a wise move. But if he wanted to, he could. I mean, two trips to Mexico for teeth. Do you really want to take the risk? Yeah, because then you would get to go back if something happened. Three times. Okay. So if I want a trip to Mexico... Start cracking bottles open. I just going to ask him to crack my beer with his yep. teeth. That's a good plan. Yep. Okay. New teeth. I'll do that. A week in Mexico. Anyway, uh, Jenny's like, text me, just get to school after I had. To, so I, I had to go to school. I had to give my plan to somebody. And then I had to find somebody to cover me. And then I had to go home and wait for the vet. So then the vet was all gone. So then I went back to school and then Jenny texts me and she's like, can we pod today instead of tomorrow? Because I'm really busy tomorrow. And I'm like, I got teeth to look at. I don't know. No, wait, what did you say? Hang on. Oh, this is not the truth though. It was just, I was just trying to be funny. It's really funny though. Uh, so she said, uh, I asked her if we could pod today and she's like, maybe after my class. I was like, perfect, super busy day at work tomorrow, blah, 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 blah. She's like, I'll have to put off my passionate reunion with Farron and his teeth, I guess. And I was like, oh man, that's a shame. Should we reconsider? Which at the time I didn't know what you meant. I didn't didn't (laughs) want to ask too many questions because I was like, I don't know. Everybody's different. What did you think that meant? I, I, I just I, thought it was facetious. Like it, it, it was facetious. But like I thought it was just over my head because a lot of things are, <laughs> and I don't want to seem stupid, so I don't ask questions a lot. I'm just like, oh, that's really funny, and I have no idea what people are talking about, and I'm just like laughing and slapping my leg. I'm like, oh yeah, and I'm like, oh, what? except i didn't really laugh i chuckled it was i'm reading a book right now and the boy in the book is like that he doesn't get any of the jokes but he laughs along anyway like he pretends that he does and like sometimes i just lost my voice for some reason when people talk to me and like they start laughing before they even tell the story and then i don't get the story or the joke but they're like laughing hysterically and i'm like i guess i gotta join in so i just start to laugh and i'm just like i don't know what just happened Oh. It doesn't happen all the time, but a lot. You shouldn't do that. Well. If you ever don't do that with me, like ask me to explain, I'd be happy to. I've been a teacher for 27 years. So I'm, you've been explaining I'm okay with explaining And sometimes when people like to people. laugh and start telling a story, but they're like in the middle of a story, like you already know what happened, like from 1985. Yeah. Yeah. But that you don't, so you don't know the rest of the story. Like, oh, they pretend they think you know the story already. Yeah. Farron does that when he's talking. Like, I think he starts conversations in his head and then he finishes them out loud. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And he's like, and then he'll always repeat the last two sentences. And I'm like, those are the ones that I heard. I don't know what the beginning of the story is. And then he gets mad at me like I'm supposed to know what was happening in his head. I and I it. don't know what was happening in his head. I get it. Like he starts the conversation 
beforehand. Yeah. And then he forgets to to say all of it because he's already said half yeah. of it. Yeah. Or he he's like he's a like a phone fanatic, so he's got all these chat groups with his little friends on and he talks to them and then he'll start talking to me about something he's been talking to his friends about and I'm like I don't know what you're talking about like this hasn't I, I have no idea or he'll be like I told you that but he told someone else you really didn't you told somebody else's husband that but it wasn't me like I have no idea what you're talking about I think Farron and I are pretty much on the same level I feel Jeff and I would, yep. I think we should go on vacation together. I think because I feel like you and Jeff are very knowledgeable and very wise and Farron and I are just like, we're just here for the good time. We're just here for the teeth. We're just here for the teeth and the good time <laughs> and the storytelling that nobody gets. Like, cause he could tell me stuff and I'd never correct him because I didn't, I wouldn't know. He'd think it was great. You'd laugh along. I'll you have no the, idea what he's talking about. I'll Jeff and I trip. are drinking heavily on the beach. And you're like sipping whiskey and you're like, I think this has got 17 compounds of da, 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 da. And I'm just like, oh yeah, I think so too. No, I think, no, I'm not going to have that conversation, but we probably, yeah, Jeff and I are just going to be like, we need to drink more because. How did we end up with these two? We need to, and this is our coping strategies that are an all time low right now. Just bring us whiskey. I'll, I'll plan the trip. Okay. Okay, great. I'm in. Okay. Super. Awesome. Not to Mexico though, because Farron just went. I don't know. Do you need teeth to go to Mexico? No, you don't need teeth to go to Mexico. Like, just but if you go to Mexico, you can get teeth there. That's the lesson, the moral of the story. Anyway, this, is, <clears throat> what was the question? 17 minutes of my life is bizarre. What was the question? I don't even know. I, I mean, we're talking about said, how much what's up. Oh yeah. Oh, oh. And I was the whole point. <laughs> of the story is that now I had to come podcast. Oh yeah. Cause I was like, I can't make it tomorrow. I was like, I don't really want to because it was, it's like snowing for the first time out today here. It's more like rain now. I know, but I was warm inside my house. I know. And I'm like, I don't really want to go I know. outside of the house, but for Jenny, I guess oh. I will. And I was like, I came in and she was sitting here waiting for me. Cause I was like, not in a hurry to acquiesce to her needs. Anyway, I, I got here and she was sitting here waiting for me. And I said, do not speak to me. I need like to write something stern. down. No, like she, she said, don't speak to me. Don't talk to me. And I was like, she's like, but I want to, but I want to, I want to say things. I'm like, shut up. And she was like storming into her office. And I was like, but wait a minute. And I grabbed a pen because on the way here, I came up with the perfect name for this episode. Maybe. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe I'll use it. Maybe I, know I won't. When she said it, what she wrote down, I knew exactly what she was talking about. Here's here's the name. I don't know. It's going to be unsomething. I don't know unwant yet, but this is the name of the episode. Oh, it's not going to be just fucking cool at Jenny for president. That was last week. <laughs> that was week. last week. <laughs> Two snow plows and a flock of chickens. So the flock of chickens I saw. Did at- you see me stopping? To wait for them to cross the street? Oh, no. They were still on the other side of the street when I came. Oh, no. And I had to... I passed two s- snow plows, which I hate. And there's no snow on the road, so go home. And then I was like, I had to stop for a flock of chickens to cross the road. Yep. I've had to stop for those very same chickens before. I hope that they all make it. Where do we live? 
They live with the nest. No, I mean, where oh. do we, what is this place? It's Farmer Joe's. I don't even understand. Everybody has chicken. Farmer though. Joe's. Yeah. No. What's the other farmer? McDonald. No, oh, McDonald's. the one you wanted to, the Jolly Barnyard. No. The, the Jolly Green You Jolly? wanted me to bring you a book about a woman that washed animals in the, Mrs. Wishy Washy. Oh my God. I think Mrs. Wishy Washy lives here. She's got chickens. Her husband is out in the snowplow. Her husband and son are out in the snowplow and her chickens are running away because she's trying to wash them in sub-zero temperatures in the barn. And it's just too flucking cold. They are super it's flocking cold. Free, free range chickens. Well, they were free range in it in front of my car today. Yeah. I've had to stop many times for those very same chickens. Yeah. Today, when I saw them, though, they were just kind of like flapping around on the lawn. Well, they, they were in a very succinct line. And they were crossing the road. And I just, that just, that flock of chickens reminded me of something that I wanted to read. So I'm, I thought maybe you had a picture of the flock of chickens. No, I didn't. I, because I don't text while I'm driving. I just don't do that. I don't think it's right. Oh, I don't either. I think it's very dangerous. I, I wanted to, I wanted to read this because this made me laugh out loud. Um, it was a letter to Santa Mm-hmm. that one of my friends wrote when he was nine years old. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old he would be now. He's probably in his 40s, I hope. Anyway, I'm not sure. Anyway, my friend Cody, <clears throat> my buddy Cody, Blizzard Blitz, Rabbit Run partner. <laughs> okay, so this is this is the letter. Dear Santa, would you get me a 50, 70, or 80? Do you know what that means? A 50, 70 cc's? I don't know. On a bike, on a three-wheeler? Is that what it is? I don't know. I don't know. I'm guessing that's what it is. 50 cc's, 70 cc's. What's a cc? I thought a cc was like how many, like the dosage that, uh, don't you get like cc, 50 cc's of morphine stat? Well, yes. But cc on an engine is like how big the engine is. Oh, that's probably... A 50, a 70. Well, he was nine. So I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Rather than the 50 cc's of morphine. Uh, Well, hopefully. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. And three tapes. These are the tapes. Clay Walker, Little Texas, and a new Alan Jackson. He's my kind of guy. That must have been like early 90s. Oh, yeah. Is what I'm thinking. Will you get me an electric guitar, a bike, a pellet? Just one pellet. Just one pellet? Just one pellet. Oh, maybe he has he has a, a pellet comma BB gun. Maybe it's supposed to be a pellet oh, BB gun. Or one or the other. Not one pellet, I'm sure. It probably was more than one pellet. The Nintendo game Mortal Kombat. Oh, I That's loved all. that game. Never played it. so good at it. How are you doing? I broke my thumb in the summer. Lillian had a baby, and she named him Casey. Now my sister Stacy's having a baby. I will be an uncle. I had a dog named Outfit. <laughs> She oh. had, she had eight <laughs> pups, but one died. Oh! Then she got run over, oh. ran over, oh. and she never died. And we had to shoot her. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Best letter to Santa ever. Newspaper. Someone had uh, someone it had printed in the newspaper, and people keep sending it to him every year at Christmas time. 
<laughs> it was like so it's so dramatic like there's so many elements to it you there's know like so much. she had the puppies one puppy died it's like a hallmark christmas movie really it one is. puppy died then she got run over but she, she didn't, didn't die. die but then they had to shoot her oh my merry christmas <laughs> holy cody had a rough year i don't maybe the cc's were morphine i don't know <laughs> like, maybe they were for the dog that's really funny I don't oh know. Oh, I love it. Anyway, what happened to the eight puppies? Yeah, really. Hopefully. Who names their dog Outfit? <laughs> Look at that outfit over there. Come on, Outfit. <laughs> Let's go for a walk, Outfit. <laughs> I wonder if they made an outfit out of Outfit. Oh, God, I hope not. When I got together with Farron. <laughs> this is going to no, be no. called Unfarron. Uh, yes. <laughs> unfair unfair um no i had one of my friends was telling me this this story that was friends with him before i met him and when i when we got together he had a dog well before i've probably talked about his dog that i hate oh yeah orson well, orson well before orson there was bruin okay and bruin was slightly more tolerable and then before bruin there was another dog okay that were they all the same kind of Yes, dog? they were all Pomeranians. That's so bizarre. And I think I can't remember the first dog's name, but his ex-wife ran over the dog in the in the driveway. Oh no. Yeah, not on purpose. No, I know. I don't think. No. I don't know. Maybe she did. I don't know. Maybe she was aiming for Farron. I have no idea what their relationship was for like at the time. Farron. I can't tell you. But my friend Liz, who was friends of them at the time, said that, you know, Farron gets very attached to his animals. Mm -hmm. And when they die, it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. And so when the dog died, I wish I could remember the name, but I can't. Anyway, when the dog died. Gretzky? <laughs> no, wrong hockey team. Stick. <laughs> yeah, it was hockey stick. <laughs> when Pucky died. <laughs> anyway. Center ice? No, you don't Sorry. even watch hockey, do you? No, not at all. You're so bad at this. <laughs> anyway, when the dog died. Um. Liz's husband called and said, you know, if you need anything, oh. I'm here for you. Sweet. I'll help you. Uh, if you need me to help you dig a hole, whatever you need, I'm here for you. And Farron's response was, I'm just waiting to hear back from the taxidermist because I might have him stuffed. We're just pausing for dramatic effect. And also because everybody's like, what? Yeah. So I'm just going to let you know now that when the first time I walked into Farron's house, there was not a stuffed dog there. Oh, good. Because I said, if I had walked into your house and seen a stuffed dog, I would have walked out of your house. So and he, I don't think I ever would have walked back into your house. He moved it. No, he didn't have it done. Oh. It didn't happen. Thank God. Jersey. It wasn't Jersey. No, I should call him and ask him. Gate. <laughs> Give it up. <laughs> I'm sh I don't know if it had anything to do with the Bruins or I'm not. I'm guessing since one was Bruin and one was Orson that it was hockey. I don't think it was. Hockey I fiend. feel like it started with M. M Messier? No. No, it wasn't. Aren't you impressed that I knew that? Mark Messier? I think I'm done being impressed right now. I don't know. I don't know why I know that name, but I do. He's a hockey player. I know. Yeah. I think it's actually from a chip commercial. 
He was in a chip commercial. I, like a Lay's chip commercial? A Lay's chip commercial. I don't know. Anyway, sorry. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm done. You Try do know. Your nephews play hockey. They do. You should probably attend a game. Well, it's cold. It's yes, cold. Jenny, it is. I don't like to be There's cold. a warm room. Yeah. Yeah. You could also watch it from the comfort of your home. On TV? Yes. Not your nephews. Oh. Just hockey. I find hockey the hardest to follow because there is just so much going on. Because like, like, you have and I'm still no idea here. what. No idea. Any of the things are. Like I, I baseball, I've got pretty good basketball. Okay. You do hockey literally is on for like two hours. Yeah. Baseball is like an entire day. Yeah. Football, I kind of get, but hockey, I just don't get it. Well, you see the thing about baseball and football is you can look at their bombs if you have nothing else to look at. Totally. Cause they wear tight pants. Hockey, you got Super nothing to, there's pants. nothing to look at in hockey. I know. Like you can't even see what their faces. No, there's Maybe nothing. The dog's name was Visor. Yes. I'm sure that's what it was. It was Visor. It's <laughs> really funny. Sorry. Somebody's yelling the name of the dog right now. It's Kelly. <laughs> Can you hear her? I feel like we <laughs> might have to be concerned if she knows the firstborn dog name of Verone. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to put it in the show notes. Yeah, definitely. We I'm sure everybody cares a lot. Well, after all this guessing work, of course we want to know. You do want to know? Yes. Okay. Whoever guesses the name of the dog wins a million dollars. Jenny will make out the check next episode. <laughs> to celebrate our 21st episode, Jenny will make out a check to the winner. <clears throat> Can it be Monopoly money? It was going to have to be if it's, yeah. Okay, great. I don't think Monopoly money has checks. Oh, oh cash. Straight oh, cash. Up. Yeah, cash. Absolutely. Million right. bucks in cash, straight up. Okay, that's a few Monopoly games, though. It's okay. Jenny will be at her thrift, on her thrift. <laughs> thrifting cult cast. Right? Looking for Monopoly. Excuse me, all my Reddit friends. I'm looking for large denominations of Monopoly money. Disclaimer. By December 21st. Disclaimer, I have no idea how to play Monopoly. I really need to wipe my nose. Okay. Okay, I'm going to do that right now. Okay. You go ahead, talk. Okay. Um. So, my podcast allergies acting up. <laughs> I can't ask you what's on. Why? Because you were wiping your schnoz. Oh. Are you ready? Oh, I better put that in the garbage. I always have a runny nose in here. You know what? I was excited to come here because it literally is like a tropical retreat in this room. It's lovely. I don't know how to fix the heat, nor do I want to. And it's not even that cold out, but it's just... It's so balmy in here. I can't get used to it. It's terrible. Outside or in here? Oh, no. It's lovely in here. It's always warm in here. I know. Way to go, maintenance man Howard. Way to go, Howie. Howie? Howie's our hero. I know. Howie's our Hawaiian hero. Maybe that was the dog's we name. We should have a little Hawaiian party in here. Do you have a shirt that you could wear? Farron went to Hawaii and he has an actual authentic Hawaiian shirt and shorts. Farron's been to Hawaii? Yes. Oh, wait. Did he go in like 1984? Yes, he did. I saw a picture somewhere with the people that he went with. Yes. And also, it used to be spray painted on Dark Harbor. Really? The names Hawaii 94. 84. 84. Sorry. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Anyway, he has a short he has a short set. A Hawaiian do they shirt match? and short. Yes, they do. Do 
does he ever wear them anymore? Okay, but I don't know if you remember what men's shorts were like in 1984. I've seen pictures. Yeah, we're just going to leave them in the pictures. They're disturbingly short. They are disturbingly short. Like if somebody bent over the wrong way, you would just, whoa. And I don't know if there. you know much about men's anatomy, but it generally tends to get lower. So the shorts are the same length, but the anatomy is lower. I think we should, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm just guessing that Oof. we probably don't want these shorts on anybody. Absolutely not. Over the age of 10. I know. Like they're <clears throat> disturbingly short in yeah. all the pictures that I see. And he also has an authentic grass skirt. Oh? Yeah. It smells a that? little bit like must right Did now. Did he rob some hula? No, guy? he was in Hawaii and he bought this stuff. I love it. He's a souvenir guy. He's a something. He brought me a from snow globe from Phoenix. It has two cactuses with sunflower <laughs> sunglasses on in it. <laughs> December is declutter month. That's now like no I have brand. a snow globe with cactuses. I'm sorry to hear that. All I asked for was a Christmas ornament. And that's what you got? Well, it does have snow. Yeah. Well, he, he, or it's sparkly. He checked off the box. Yeah. Just not properly. <laughs> it's a left-handed check mark. Yeah. I can say that because I'm a lefty. Yeah. I don't know. See, this is my problem. I get meat hammers and snow globes. You do. And things to warm your meal up in your car. I really can't be held responsible for all the meaningless shit in my house. You, Not all of all it fairness is mine. To Saul, you put meat hammer on the list. I did. So I did. He just was going by the list. I should put Christmas list on it, not random things to pick up at home hardware list. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. That's really funny. I'm going to, no, I'm just going to put really awesome things on the, on the list now. Diamond I, earrings. Not that I wear earrings, but new what, sweatshirt. what could I put on there? Oh my gosh. So many things. New car. No, I have a new car. New boots. New boobs. Boots. What's wrong with my boobs? Boot. <laughs> Nothing except they're sticking out the bottom of the Hawaiian shorts. Ba -ba -ba. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. This has really been a random conversation. Random. Super Definitely. Random. Definitely. Two snow plows and a flock of chickens kind of conversation. Totally. Yeah. It really, it's uh, set the tone well. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. What's on Jenny? Well, I'll tell you. I was thinking about it. I put it down in my notes of my phone. Did you join a Reddit cult about it? Yes. Actually, that's where I saw it. No, I'm just kidding. It's not where I saw it. But I just was thinking about it because I feel this time of year, um, this sort of thing comes up a lot, but not necessarily, we don't even have to talk about it within the holiday spirit. But I just was thinking about like all the people, like all the, all the guilt that comes with the holidays and not being like enough, mm -hmm. like not being able to, or not, not that you aren't able to, but not buying all of the latest gadgets for your kids or for yourself or not having your house decorated to the nines and not having 18 Christmas trees in your house and not cooking for everybody and their dog. Like, I just feel like there's a lot of stress on keeping up, not with the Kardashians, keeping up, Thank with, the, God. <laughs> keeping up with the Christmas holiday. Like, Jeff and I have kind of pegged it the Christmas Olympics because... Oh, yeah. That's way better than holiday insecurity. Yeah. Oh, that I forgot. Hi. Holiday insecurity. It's the CEO. 
Oh, Christmas Olympics. Yeah. I was like, CEO? Yeah. Like, and I just feel like it's kind of a a topic that a lot of us, I know I struggle with it and I've kind of pushed it to the wayside this year because I'm just like, I don't want to take the time to do all this. And that doesn't make me a, a Grinch or a Scrooge or anything like that. But I just feel like it's kind of on everybody's minds of keeping I up. I don't know. <clears throat> Especially this time of year. Yeah. I don't know if I, I don't know. I, I feel semi guilty about not having lights on my house. Mm-hmm. We always had lights on our house when I was a kid mm-hmm. and I like, I like driving around and looking at the lights. I do too. But my house is such that you can't, I just remember my father always going out and stapling the lights yes. to the house. Just like Chevy Chase. Well, my house is like, has metal eavesdropping. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what you'd staple it to. Maybe he stapled it right to the shingles. I don't know. I don't know. And also it's high. Yeah. So I told you last week, Mm -hmm. my Christmas lights are outside and they've been plugged in for two years. 2020. I am not saving anything by having them plugged in all year, but I'm making the world more beautiful. So whatever. Except for, I I think either one of them, after I shared that, either one of them burn out or came unplugged because it's no longer, it's no no longer lit up. So Mm -hmm. I have to check that out, but. We used to put, like, when we moved in together, we, like, our house was like a gingerbread house. Like, we put lights in the eaves, lights in all the trees, lights on the deck, on the back deck. Like, I had three Christmas trees. Like, I took two weeks to decorate for Christmas. Like, it was just so much. And then I started to realize, why am I taking all this time Mm -hmm. to do all this? Because, one we don't have a lot of visitors over Christmas because we're usually out. And two, it's just Jeff and I, and why do all this? Because you're, I'm air quoting, supposed to like, neither one of us are really like crazy over Christmas. Like we, we enjoy it, but I love Christmas. Yeah. But I've never, well, I've never lived in a place that was big enough for three Christmas trees, but I, I don't ever feel the need to have more than one Christmas tree. No, I don't feel that Mm -hmm. driven. I did used to like, I really wanted to, when my kids were little, I wanted to create, um, I just wanted Christmas to be magical for Mm -hmm. them. I wanted to have traditions like when, when they were first, when they were little, we would, I wanted to have everybody over for Christmas Eve Mm -hmm. and have, you know, and then, you know, do a breakfast in the morning and blah, blah, blah. And I don't know if that was because I felt Christmas pressure, or it was just that I love Christmas and I wanted to do that. But then, you know, I got divorced and it was just too hard, but we always, after the first couple of years, we started to trade off Christmases. Mm -hmm. So the kids would stay Mm -hmm. at my house one year and they would stay at their dad's house another year. But we always had the the tradition of every Christmas Eve, we would go to church together, all of us. Oh, nice. To, so, and then after that, they would go to whoever they were staying with. And then in the morning after they unwrapped their presents, then they would decide when they wanted to yes. go. See their other people. Yeah. Cause yep. I didn't want to put pressure on them to of like leave not. all their presents under the tree and then have to be yeah, where. So off. that's always kind of how we done, we've done it. we always had Christmas dinner at my mother's house, but, um, I don't know if I, f- I don't know if I feel the keeping up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm kind of pressure. And some people like, I'm sure there's many people that don't because they, they do love it. And like, I feel like if you're that kind of person, I love that you're that kind of person because you're the people that put the magic in the holiday season. But then I feel like there's people that 
that do feel the obligation to go above and beyond their means, whether it's financially, physically, mentally to put on this perfect Christmas. Like I was, I was talking to somebody, it's been a little while ago now. And she said that she's always on tap for, um, Christmas brunch, I think boxing day or something. And she's like, you know, I would really prefer not to do it, but it's always just been done that way. Right. And she doesn't have, like, she doesn't feel right about saying, you know, I don't think I want to do this anymore. You mean she provides the brunch? Yeah. Like she has everybody over and, and I get it. Like it's a lot of pressure, especially as your family grows, like as you get grandkids and great grandkids, some people, the more the merrier, they love it, but it's a lot of pressure for some people to have all those extra bodies in your house. Anyway, I just kind of thought like it was a good topic to kind of touch on because I I do think there's a lot of... I think I feel pressure around um, the amount of gifts. Yes, totally. That are under the tree. Mm -hmm. I feel like there have to be a lot of gifts under the tree. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily a lot of... Expensive gifts. Right. Yeah. And that's what I always hated like about, you know... My kids grew up in a generation where, first of all, whatever kids want, they get mm-hmm. throughout the year. Yes. Right? <laughs> and then because we everything's available. Yeah. It's not the Christmas catalog oh. anymore. It's, you know, it, it's Amazon mm-hmm. all year round. And so they get what they want, if, especially if they work, they just get what they want all yeah. year round. Yeah. And I remember when I was a kid, Christmas was a time that, you know, Christmas was like a restock. Yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. You got all your, your books and your, yep. you know, all the, all the Christmas stuff there. And it's not that way anymore. And now my kids are like, well, you know, I want AirPods. Well, mm. AirPods are like, you 300 know, bucks. 300 bucks. And I said, well, do do you want to have a lot of presents under the tree or just one present under the tree? And they're like, well, I just want one. And I'm like, no, (laughs) I like to buy, I'd rather buy like 30, $10 presents. Yes. Because I like to open presents. Yeah. It's my favorite thing to do. I want to open a lot of presents. Yeah. They don't have to have a lot, you know, it doesn't have to be expensive, but, um, I just remember when I was little, um, my mother is like the queen of Christmas. She always, she loves it. She overbuys yeah. every year. Like she'll come down and Christmas morning, my parents come down and they bring presents for the kids. Mm-hmm. And they're like, every year she'll say, we really have to cut back this year. And, and she never like does. 17 <laughs> trips to the car later to get all of her bags in the house for the mm-hmm. kids. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Um, but so that's where I get it from. I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, and then I used to go to my best friend's house and my best friend was, there was like four of them Mm -hmm. and they would get like three gifts each. Yep. And I just, I I, I feel like I've said this before. Like I just, I felt kind of bad for them that they only got Mm -hmm. three things to open. They just didn't overdo it. They just had three gifts and I always just liked tons of gifts. Yeah. And I don't know. And, but now that you're saying that, I feel like, I don't want to be the reason that somebody feels bad at Christmas time. And, and it's, you know, like I, I feel like it's a personal preference if we feel the urge to keep up. Like it's totally, you know, nobody's waving stuff in front of your face saying, oh, you need to do it this Yeah, way. I'm only keeping up with myself. I don't feel like I'm trying to keep up with yeah. anyone else. But I feel like, because 
what do they call January, the financial hangover or something like, yep. you know, and I just feel like, unless you don't have credit cards, unless you don't have credit cards, be hungover. <laughs> but I just feel like, why is nobody realizing how much, how much we're spending on stuff that we really don't need mm -hmm. when we could be maybe lending our time or our finances to those that maybe do need it, yeah. you know? Yeah. I just feel like it's, I feel like it's turned personally and I probably will get some flack for this, but I feel like it's turned into a bit of a selfish holiday, you know, like I feel a lot of kids maybe, and a lot of young adults hardly know the meaning of Christmas anymore. And I'm not, you know, I'm not big into that, but I just feel like it's, it's very overdone. But I have to say that, um, in a small community like this, there is a lot of, um, there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes that we don't know oh, yes. about. Yes, there is. Um, yep. a teacher at my school had, I don't know how many, she was telling me, I think 35 this year. Mm -hmm. Um, they packed up baskets of things. I can't even remember who she said it was for. It was just like like gift baskets yep. for people that they they got names from Action Ministries. Yep. And they started out, she started this project a few years back. And I think they started with 20 baskets. Mm -hmm. And this year she did 35. I love that. And they had, she uh, tried some of the teenagers in her one of her classes mm -hmm. helped pack the baskets. I love so that. they were getting in on the action and, and that kind of thing too. And I feel like to me, that's the meaning of Christmas right there. It's so much fun. It's so like to give, to give that anonymous, yes, like, and you know, to make someone's day and they have no yep. idea where it came yeah. from. Like that gives me butterflies in my belly to know that we're capable of doing stuff like that. And I just think like that to me is the true meaning of Christmas. Like, of course, I'm I'm not, you know, we all enjoy opening gifts. But I said to my mom this year, because she always packs like a, a stocking box for us. Like I love stockings. Yeah. And it's it's just been a tradition that we've done for the last few years with our family. And I said, you know, don't put stuff in it just to put stuff in it. Okay. Cause I feel I feel we've done this podcast before, but have we done this podcast before when it's been recorded? I don't know. Because I feel like we had this conversation, but I think it was like when we were practice potting. Probably. Do you maybe. remember last year when we talked about Michael's oh crop? <laughs> His fancy Crocs. Yeah. I think yeah. it was practice casting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And I just said to her, like, like, don't, don't put stuff in it. One for my benefit, because I don't want all that stuff that I'm not going to use yeah. as clutter in my house. Yeah. But two, there's no need of it. It's expensive for her. And I don't, you know, Jeff and I don't need any of these things. I said, give our name as a, a donation to somebody. And she said, I can't do that. She said, I love to buy for people. Yes. And I, and I get that. My mom does love to buy for us, but I just don't see the need of having stuff of getting stuff just to get stuff. You yes. know, like, so but I, you know what there are that I, I totally relate with her mm -hmm. because I used to do secret Santa mm -hmm. at school and it, and they're like, every day it's a $5 limit. Well, yep. I never stuck to the $5 limit, but it wasn't because I wanted to be like 
showy. I you love, love it. doing Secret Santa. Yeah. I love getting the list of all the things that the person likes and looking for the most unique thing yeah. or whatever. And that's my that's, mom to a T. I love yeah. that. It's so much fun. And it is fun. It's fun to do that and it's fun to receive it. Like, don't get me wrong. But I just feel like, I don't know, I just think it's a lot of extra expense and it's a lot of extra stuff that, like but, I, I gave her a list of things that Jeff and I actually use. They're no fun. But I, I said, know. put these in our boxes. But some people that like to give, that's their joy. Yeah. You know? And I get it because like I love to shop for well, Jeff you, at Christmas You could always time. thrift it I could. to someone else. I could. And like Jeff and I, we don't we don't want for anything. We have everything we need and more. But I said, we never have the conversation of let's not do Christmas this year for each other because we both love to shop for each other. Yes. But I'm we, never having that conversation with anyone ever. I said, you know, let's, let's keep it to a minimum. Yeah. So we set a limit of three gifts under the tree yeah. for each of us. Yeah. And then we do a stocking just yeah. because it's so easy for your significant other to go overboard or your children, I suppose. Mm -hmm. It would be so easy to do that. But I just, if you don't keep a cap on it, it's hard to not get sucked into that hole of spend, 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 spend to keep up with, you know, I got this, I got that. It's just, I just, I, I worry about the people that it really affects. My kids, I, like people have asked me that before, um, you know, how, when you're going to buy Christmas gifts, like, do you have an amount? Like, do you spend so much on each kid? And I don't, I have no idea what I spend on no. either kid. I just know that mine is like, how many gifts do they have to open? Yes. Because I want them to come out equal in the end so that one kid isn't opening gifts for half an hour after the other, the other kid. Yeah. So that's kind of my measuring stick Yeah. for that's a good one. how it works. Yeah. I mean, not that I, I mean, I probably spend way more money than I should at Christmas time, but I love, and it's hard not to, I love it. And I don't have a credit card. So what I spend is money it's that paid for. I have, it's, yep. I'm not putting myself in debt for it. I, have you ever heard the thing that, um, I'm trying to remember how it goes. It's like a little something to read something yes. to wit something they Something they need, something to read, something to wear, and something nah, I can't. Yeah, I can't remember the last one. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think that that's a super um, tradition to stick to because then you know that you're doing four things, and it's something they need, something to wear, like all. I'm gonna look it up. Something they want, something they need, something to wear, and something to read. Yes. Yeah, I love that. Except for the read one, I don't know if. I feel like that's an old fashioned one. I don't know if people I feel like kids don't read anymore. Some do. I loved getting books at Christmas yeah, time. I don't, I don't, it doesn't stand out to me about getting books at Christmas time. No, no, it doesn't. But I was never a big reader when I was well, a that's kid. That's probably good. Cause now you don't have 10,000 books in your house. Right. <laughs> I do. Very true. Yeah. But yeah, like I think I just think about, and, and too, like the people that are working, you know, almost overtime during the holidays to make ends meet, they don't have time to put on the huge dinners mm -hmm, or to put mm -hmm. up a million lights or to visit 17 different people. Like they're just trying, you know, they're, they're working and making, making the ends meet. And I just, I, I think, I think that you just gave me like a wild idea that probably I've not the only person that I've ever had this idea, but like, just if you are the person that has 
all the things, mm-hmm. then why don't you turn it around and look look for people that might need, like maybe there's a single mom that needs help getting your Christmas tree up or putting some lights up. Yeah. Why don't you put some lights up for her while she's at work? And this is and kind of her. my... Is that your is that your ulterior motive for this bringing is, this up? Yes, it is. Look at you! You brought me to an in, <laughs> just like an insight coach. You brought me to an insight without even. Well, and it's just like a little bit of a gentle nudge because I feel like I said I feel this has turned into a bit of a selfish holiday because we're all busy scurrying, scrambling around, getting the perfect gift for the perfect person. When in reality, there might be a single mom out there that mm-hmm. is, you know, or a single dad or a single dad. That's just, you know, or I, a single grandma. I can't cook a turkey. I don't have time to, I don't know how to cook a turkey. You, you know, don't, you're no. a caterer. <laughs> like if they were a single dad or a single mom, yeah. they may not have the significant other to tell them how to, you know, you need to cook it for this longer. You need to do this or you need to make stuffing or, you know, my I just, mom, my mom does it. I, I did dinner in a movie <laughs> And I'm the culinary teacher and the uh, student council uh, person was like saying, how do you, how do you know, or how come you don't know how to cook a turkey? Like, I don't know. I've, I've literally only, well, I've cooked one turkey in my house, but I cooked lots of turkeys when I had the shop, but I just, I don't know. I just, I, I feel for the people that have the overwhelm because I've had it a lot this year, more than ever. Mm -hmm. And I always did feel for these people, but it's kind of hitting home more with me this year. And I don't know where it's come from. Like I've been saying it since like November at least, but I just, I just, I really feel for the, the people that get severely overwhelmed by this holiday Mm -hmm. for sure. And I just Mm -hmm. thought this might be a little bit of a gentle nudge to maybe take your blinders off your Christmas blinders and see that maybe there might be somebody that you could lend a hand to or, you know, help make a and, magical I mean, Christmas for okay, someone Okay, so what about, what about the people that are feeling that overwhelm? What do you mean? What do I mean? Yeah, like what about... What do, what do you mean, what do I mean? What about, what about them? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm on Friends. You know that they know that we know. I mean, like what if you're one of the people that's feeling like I need to keep up with everybody else? Mm. You're talking about people, us looking for people that are feeling that way. I'm talking about what if you are the person that feels like you need to keep up with everybody else. Well, this conversation also goes out to you because now you know that there's people that, well, obviously there's other people that feel this way, but there's people that, you know, you're not alone if you feel this way because a a lot of us feel overwhelmed for many different reasons at this holiday. And Mm -hmm. I just feel like you don't, if you are the person that feels overwhelmed, you don't want to put a burden on somebody else by asking for help because they might be feeling, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a, it's a roller coaster. It's yeah. such a roller coaster because everybody, like, I feel, I hear the superficial overwhelm a lot. Like, oh, I've got to, I've got to order this. I've got to get here. I've got to go away. I've got to purchase this. I'm running out of money. That's all very superficial to me, but like the person that is physically unable or can't, you know, can't buy all the things. They don't have the means to buy all the things and to run around and they're working two jobs and this, that, and the other thing. Like I just, it's nice to know that somebody's thinking about you, Mm -hmm. you know, but you know, there are people on the other end of the stick too, that maybe do have the means and are feeling pressured. Of course. 
I, I mean, I know, I know people that, that are, that have the means, but don't want to be caught in that cycle of, of course, better, better, better. Yes. Just because you have the money doesn't mean, and, and they feel pressured to, to keep up and to keep up appearances and yeah, because I feel like, so maybe this is the Christmas to turn it outward in very lots of different ways. I feel like it doesn't always have to be about money. It can be about lending a hand. It can be about cooking something Mm -hmm. for somebody Mm -hmm. or offering your knowledge of cooking a turkey. Like, you know, it's just Jenny is offering her knowledge (laughs) of cooking a turkey. Put it in the oven. No. (laughs) Anyway, put it in the oven. I, it's just, I just have been feeling, um, extremely overwhelmed myself this year and feeling like I'm not, because I have been a bit of a Scrooge this year with how I felt about Christmas, but I feel like that makes me not, it makes me not keep up with all the people that love Christmas. Cause I used to be that person that loved Christmas. And I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. kind of, <laughs> that was the best face that you just <laughs> I <made. wish. laughs> it looked like a meme. I love it. I wish that somebody could have seen it besides you. Cause it was, I could tell that it was a good one. <laughs> I can't even describe it. I don't feel, I feel like, uh, so I have, what do I have up for Christmas? My tree is up. Yes. We talked about that, that you got your tree. It was, it was up, but it wasn't lit It's or something. It's still exactly where it was. It's not fluffed. It's nothing. There's nothing. But it's up. It's just standing there. And that's just that. This is my point right here. That the end of your finger that you're pointing at me? Like you have your tree up and you know what? What if that was good enough for you? It's really not. But what if it was? And I haven't done anything for Christmas. Like I, I, there's a Christmas movie that I want to watch, but I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the kids to come home. I think. When will they be home? They'll be home this weekend. I hope. Oh, super. And yeah. that I bet that'll put a little spring in your step for Christmas when they get home. Well, you know, I always loved Christmas and then I didn't ever think that I would be to a place where it wasn't it's, and it's not that it doesn't matter to me, but it's just more fun of course, when they're them. home. Of and, course. you know, my love of Christmas is kind of now like their love of Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I have strict instructions not to put anything on the tree till Cohen gets home. Oh, I see. Oh, but she told me to put the lights on because she doesn't she like doesn't to do that, do that But she wants to put but the decorations yeah, on. Yeah. yeah. So she likes to be the one to... And she's, she loves to give, she loves to give gifts. She would... She's like a secret Santa kind of person. I like, love that. She she's, gets it from her mom. Yeah. She... She does love that. Yeah. Saul's more of a meat hammer kind of Christmas present. Totally. Like you told me what to get. This is what I'm going to get. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway. I used to get them to do, and I don't know if they still do this, uh, the boxes. Do you remember that when we were in school? Yep. And they were sent overseas? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they still do it or not. They used to have them at the dollar store here. Yeah. But I don't remember seeing them this year. I haven't seen them for a few years. I loved filling those. They were so much fun to fill. Yeah. And I, I was kind of the same as you because you were supposed to stick to a certain amount or something that you put yeah. in it. I, and I never did. Yeah. I loved sending those over. Oh, that would be fun to yeah. fill up a shoebox for somebody this Christmas. Yeah, it It's would. your Christmas challenge. I and go. Mine? No, the audience. Oh. <laughs> Telling them to go. Get a shoebox. Fill it up. Give it to somebody. Surprise them. Love it. Love it. Merry Christmas. Not yet. Oh, we have one more. Yeah. Don't we? We oh. can't, we can't not have one more. It's the 21st. Happy 20th episode. Share this with your friends and meet us here next week. Peace out, Trout. See ya. Thanks for listening. 
If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support our podcast, please subscribe, rate and review, share with your friends and post about us on your socials. To catch all the latest from Jen and Steph, check out our website and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You can find the links in the show notes. Thanks everyone. Catch you next time. Peace out, Trout.